It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. And senatorial candidate Blake Masters. Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene also made an appearance. President Biden's recent Armageddon comments concerning Russia were not based on fresh intelligence. The president, I think, was accurately reflecting uh, the fact that the stakes are very high right now. That's according to National Security Council coordinator John Kirby. Appearing on ABC's This Week, he made it clear that U.S. intelligence wasn't seeing any indication that Russian President Putin had made a decision to use nuclear weapons in Ukraine or that the U.S. would need to shift its policy. He added the U.S. would continue its support of Ukraine and provide aid going forward. And Congressman Don Bacon had this to say about the embattled U.S. senatorial candidate Herschel Walker. Herschel needs to be come clean and just be honest and just better if, it, if, if this actually did happen to say I'm sorry and ask for forgiveness. Appearing on NBC's Meet the Press, the Nebraska Republican defended his GOP colleague over allegations that Walker had paid for a former girlfriend to have an abortion back in 2009 when he has been strictly anti-abortion all along in his campaign. Bacon said, quote, we all make mistakes, noting that he supported Walker, quote, more for the policy positions he's going to take. I'm Jim Forbes. Now, here's a new concept, digital network advertising, where businesses display your ad inside their building. If a picture's worth a thousand words, your company is going to thrive with digital network advertising. Choose your marketing sites or jump on the DNA system and advertise with all participants. Your business ad or logo is rotated multiple times an hour inside local businesses where people will discover your company. Digital Network Advertising, DNA, a novel way to be seen and remembered. 
digital network advertising with networks in Redlands and Yucaipa. Call in the 909 area, 222-9293 for introductory pricing. That's 909-222-9293 for digital network advertising. One last time, digital network advertising, 909-222-9293. Come to Hooters where there's no such thing as a party of one. Located with a 60 in the 215 meet in Riverside, near Merino Valley. For more info, Google Hooters Riverside. There's only one thing you think of when you think of Hooters. Wings. Wait, what? With more styles, better flavors, and fresher wings, you could only be in the original American wing joint. Get them smoked, bacon-wrapped, original style, and now introducing new Roasted Wings. Roasted crispy to seal in the flavor and seal out half the calories. One taste and you'll think of nothing else. We'll see about that. Come to Hooters where there's no such thing as a party of one. Located with a 60 in the 215 meet in Riverside, near Merino Valley. For more info, Google Hooters Riverside. There's only one thing you think of when you think of Hooters. Hooters, the original American wing joint. It's time to shop in the cool, relaxed comfort of the Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands. Conveniently located on the I-10 freeway between the Alabama and Tennessee exits. Bring the kids too and watch them play in the only indoor fun center. High Five Indoor Playground, where parents are welcomed on the playground. Birthday celebrations are encouraged, so make plans for some great fun at the mall. More reasons why the Tri-City Center is called the Mall with a Heart. This segment is sponsored by PressPrint, Southern California's best full-service union printer and mailhouse. They offer the lowest prices around with unmatched service and reliability and free delivery throughout SoCal. PressPrint can print anything from letterhead, business cards, and campaign literature to mailers of any size, lawn signs, banners, door hangers, or just about anything you might want. PressPrint promises to save money for you, your business, or your campaign. If you'd like to learn more, contact Mike Krumbrin at PressPrint, 714 Get the union bug. Tehibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. K-C-A-A. produced by the AM First Radio Network and distributed by Global American Broadcasting, the Gab Radio Network. (laughs) 
Thank you for tuning in for this edition of Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. I am Attorney Zulu Ali with the Justice Watch crew. Rosa Nunez, Michael Bilal Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, Paulina Hiller, and Andrea Rodeman. This week, like every week, we'll be discussing critical legal and social justice issues that are impacting our community. This week, we'll be talking about our subject was, am I, brother, am I my brother's keeper? We'll talk about police brutality, black-on-black crime, self-hate, and haters. I think I'm going to begin by talking about a subject that I, I talk about quite a bit on this show is self-hate. And basically, the, uh, the idea of self-hate is described as internalizing the prejudice of the dominant culture. Right. So when you when you look at American society and you think about the dominant culture, right, obviously the dom dominant culture in America is European Americans. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so basically you're talking about a, a society that is just a society with many different type of so subcultures. Right. Mm -hmm. And and basically, for the most part, all subcultures have been able to coexist with the dominant culture. Mm -hmm. Right. However, when you talk about the subculture of the uh, African-American culture, mm -hmm. then, you know, it, it there's always been this conflict of cultures mm -hmm. when it comes to the issue of the dominant culture and the subculture of the African-Americans, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, for me, the way that, that I see the African-American culture is that it, it's, it's pretty much American culture. Mm -hmm. okay. Would you agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does, it, does everybody agree? Rosa? Yeah. yeah. Andrea? Yeah, yeah. Paulina? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, and so if you go around the world, and you think about America and America's culture, the thing that most people in most societies, the part of our culture, and when I say our culture, the so-called American culture that is emulated the most or known the most is primarily black culture. Mm -hmm. I mean, would anybody disagree with that, right? Yeah, and so I think that when you, when you look at that whole idea, I, I believe, where the conflict in cultures come to play is when the dominant culture and a subculture cannot uh, cannot dominate in the same space. In other words, if black culture is the dominant culture, which in essence it really is, then there actually is a conflict of culture. Yes. And in order for the dominant the, the, the at least perceived dominant culture in order to exist and maintain uh, its existence. And what you, when I'm talking about the existence of the culture, I'm talking about from the very beginning, America at the very, at, at the bare essence of American culture is the uh, oppression of black people, right? Will we disagree, would anybody disagree with me on that, on that issue? Huh? And so if American, if, if, if that is part of it, in order for the dominant culture at some point in time to change that culture, there has to be some sort of cultural shift. Mm 
Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And in this particular case, in, in, in our society, there's never been a cultural shift. Mm-hmm. And, there, and so in everybody else's culture, there's really no need for them to do a cultural shift because the subcultures uh, among other groups does not really conflict with the dominant culture. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. So so in order for African-Americans, in order for us to actually uh, operate under the the normal cultural norms and mores, as many other cultures do, then uh, if we were to operate under that in in, in what I consider to be a a a natural space, then I believe that there's going to there's automatically this conflict between black culture and American and, and so-called dominant American culture. Yeah. Yeah. And so they've always been this concerted effort to always uh, make sure that the prejudice of the dominant culture is internalized by the African-American people. Mm-hmm. And the internalization of this dumb, uh, the internalization of this prejudice creates this self hatred, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it comes naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's not necessary for anybody else's culture, but it's necessary for our culture mm-hmm. because basically, in order for the African American culture to thrive, like everybody else's culture, mm-hmm. or as a subculture, it, in in the same space of of what we consider to be european american there is a just a natural conflict Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and that natural conflict basically takes away Mm -hmm. from the dominant european american culture Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. there's a vested interest in making sure that african americans internalize Mm -hmm. that prejudice yeah right yeah you have to disrupt our culture because if you don't disrupt our culture, then it's going to create a cultural crisis within the European American society. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, and and what's also interesting about our culture is that we're just full of, and and, and they're always giving us, and and it also happened on the continent, Mm -hmm. like during the scramble for Africa. Mm-hmm. During the colonization of Africa, mm-hmm. they basically destabilized an entire continent of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so while and if you listen and I don't know how many of you are familiar with Kwame Nkrumah. Yeah. And Kwame Nkrumah was the former president of Ghana. Mm-hmm. And during his uh, presidency. Uh, before he came in, he actually went to the, came to the U.S. and studied at Lincoln University. But when he goes back, he was one of the foremost Pan-Africanists. Yeah. Kwame Nkrumah, and, and, and I'm going to tell you, hopefully we'll be able to, to hit this before the break. Kwame Nkrumah, when he went back to Ghana, became the president of Ghana. He married some he married an Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Right. And so a lot of people were very critical of Kwame Nkrumah for marrying an Egyptian because they felt like, look, you, you're a nationalist. You're a Pan-Africanist. And you've married. And in fact, when he married her, she couldn't even she, she only spoke Arabic. And for those people who know Kwame Nkrumah could not speak Arabic. And so 
people were the the international community was confused by it. The the uh, Pan Africanist community on the continent were was confused by it. But I think that what he was doing ultimately was that he was trying to show people that the idea of colorism, right, mm -hmm. was created by European Europeans in general, but European Americans specifically as it relates to us, mm -hmm. right? And so you have to look at, and we talked about this before, when you think about, is there any, there's no such thing as Asian nationalism, mm -hmm. because basically uh, Vietnamese, Koreans, uh, Filipinos, who every ethnic group on the continent of Asia don't see each other the same, exactly. right? They're, they're mm -hmm. separated not by color, they're separated by culture, mm -hmm. right? That's that's the same thing in, in, in the Arabs, exactly. right? The Arabs are separated by culture. Exactly. Arabs and, and Saudis, I mean, the Egyptians and Saudis yeah. don't see each other the same. Uh, you know, the Lebanese, the Palestinians, mm -hmm. they're all different people, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not based upon color. The same thing exists even for the Latino community, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Rosa, uh, you know, El Salvadorians, Guatemalans, mm -hmm. yeah. Colombians. I had a lady that come, in, come into my office one day who uh, I said I, I uh, thought she was from Mexico mm -hmm. and she was from Colombia. She was so offended that she, she wanted her money back and she didn't want to hire me because she said, mm -hmm. I'm not Mexican. I'm from Colombia. Wow. Right? So the whole idea is that this is a normal idea of culture. Culture is never really based upon color. Mm -hmm. So what's happening in our community is part of the self-hatred comes in is because they have made color the centerpiece of our culture. Mm -hmm. And when color is the centerpiece of your culture, then basically we have this internal conflict within specifically African-Americans about about color mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. it's, it's it, in our community we focus so much on that issue and so much so that basically that was the entire when you think about the whole Willie Willie Lynch concept yeah, exactly. when he talked about the light people against the dark people mm, yeah. when he talked about the old against the young yeah, yeah. when he talked about so they so the whole culture of white America in this very inception, mm -hmm. part of the entire culture was to create conflict among African people. Mm -hmm. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. That That is part of the culture. Mm -hmm. that, uh, am I wrong? No, not no. at all. Because you can't enslave people unless you can make them feel less than. You can just not enslave just a human being. You got to do something to their head. But at any rate, we'll continue with this discussion on the other side of the break. Please do not touch that down. Get back. Get back. Get back. 
Do you have a great idea for a radio show but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on the Gab Radio Network, all you need is your voice, and we'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full-service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network can be heard on our station on the TuneIn Radio app. Plus, we put all of our shows on our satellite, which is accessed by over 5,500 stations. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are many means to connect to the Gab Radio Network remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So if you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Small Business Advocate, Radio MD, and The Federalist, send an email right now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom, Keep Your Hand on the Plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer, Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch. Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Wali and the Justice Watch crew. Where we're continuing with our discussion. Am I my brother's keeper? Now, before we went to the break, we had this discussion of trying to analyze the whole idea of of self hatred, and I wanted to talk about the issue of self hatred because I think that that tends to be, at least for me, one of the the most critical issues about how we're going to be able to move forward and progress as a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think that is in order to have this collective, um, you know, collective community that's going to be able to do things in, in unison and do a, do things that's going to actually be productive. 
then we're going to have to get past this whole idea of centuries and centuries centuries of a dominant culture teaching a subculture how to hate themselves mm-hmm. right um and so whenever i mean culture is culture mm-hmm. i mean it it it, it doesn't change it's the same wherever you go. Exactly. Right. And I think we can't minimize the significance of the norms and mores of a culture and how you cannot, at least when you think about other groups, because other people say, well, you know, other groups are able to come to this country and they're able to flourish and they're, they're able to be successful. Mm-hmm. But the dominant culture was not established uh, based upon the, um, uh, the destruction of another of any other culture other than the black culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, that was part of the American fabric. Exactly. That it was created that way. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you have to. I mean, I mean, I want everybody to sit down and just imagine this for a second. Do you really know what it takes mm-hmm. to enslave another human being? Can, can just imagine that. I mean, do you? Re- that's hard. Yeah. The, their job was not easy because mm-hmm. what you have to do it's one thing to physically oppress somebody mm-hmm. you know what i mean because if you physically uh imprison someone eventually a couple of things are going to happen either they're going to get away or they're going to kill you exactly right mm-hmm. i mean am i wrong mm-hmm. i mean that's uh, humans aren't built to be treated like chattel mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just imagine. I mean, you're talking about the strongest of the strongest human being that you have taken. And now what you're going to do is you're going to oppress this human being mm-hmm. and, and make sure not only physically, but mentally, you have to make them understand that what you're doing to them, they're just worthless, mm-hmm. that you have to make someone feel like that they are they're reg- relegated to this status in life. Exactly. And not only do you have to teach that person or re- that they're relegated to that status of life, then you have to teach everybody else. Mm-hmm. You see, the thing about it is, 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 is that people say, well, you know, we all did not own slaves. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, is that the ones who owned slaves had to make the, the dominant society or everybody else in the dominant society feel the same way. Exactly. Because if you have an overseer and you want that overseer to make sure that when they're in the plantation, that these people are people that you are superior to and that you got to beat them if they don't do what you tell them to do, you have to sell it to everybody else, too. Yeah. Not only that, then when you're talking about other slaves, because just keep in mind, some overseers happened to have been black oh yeah right so imagine a black overseer in the field right Mm -hmm. you have to make him understand that their lives are useless that you have to get in your head Mm -hmm. that you're a chattel but and and so now you've got that then you go you move past it and you go past the, the uh reconstruction period now during the reconstruction period all the way up to the Jim Crow, all the way up to the civil rights movement, it was the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That at the very fabric of our society was color. Yeah, exactly. Specifically, 
black and white. Mm -hmm. So there's a vested interest in the culture, the dominant culture, to make sure that this particular sub subculture is dysfunctional. Exactly. Because a functional black subculture is going to look a whole lot different than a, fun a functional uh, Vietnamese subculture or a functional Korean subculture. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because there's a conflict, right? Mm -hmm. and, and the conflict is that if, if you have a functional black subculture, it automatically will create a dysfunctional white dominant culture. Gotcha. Do you disagree? Rosa, talk to me political science. I think I think you're spot on. I mean, it, this it, it's all under the umbrella of internalized racism, right? Right. Because if we talk about color and race, it's a social construct. Mm -hmm. So this social construct is affecting people in this subculture, and this is expressed through the inner and the interpersonal. Mm -hmm. The inner is seen when you, you talk about self-hatred, low self-esteem that people of specific communities of colors have. Mm -hmm. And it, the interpersonal is seen in the fact that the system itself rewards individuals that um, try to promote the white supremacist agenda. Like you gave the example of, of the overseer in that plantation that mm -hmm. tends to be black. Mm -hmm. um, and that in itself enables this dominant group to continue oppressing all of the subcultures. Right. So it's all kind of like this social construct that is under the umbrella of internalized racism that mm -hmm. keeps cultures at the bottom fighting themselves. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I think it keeps us fighting because the simple fact is, I think there's so many different flat platforms that have been utilized to keep us in the state. So it's no more of a physical slavery because if I, if I use these platforms to mentally ingrain all of these ideas in your head, whether it be the media, whether it be the music, so forth and so on, then I don't have to worry about physically containing you because you're gonna put yourself in a position where you're going to allow yourself to go to prison. Mm -hmm. You're going to put yourself in the position that you're not going to feel that you're inferior. You're going to feel inferior. I mean, it, it goes back to a book I read with Carter G. Whitson, what he said, if I can control the way a person thinks, I can tell him to walk through the back door. And if there's not a back door there, then you're going to create a back door to go through because I'm so mentally ingrained in your thought pattern that you're going to create that to go through, even though it's one, not one there. And so I think that over the, the the history, you know, we have the Willie Lynch, you know, mm -hmm. uh, 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 letter and so forth and so on. And I think it's so ingrained into us to where it's just the norm for us. And that's what makes it so difficult for us to kind of come together because we just so damaged, so right. to speak. Yeah, I mean, there's always been, I mean, and, and one of the things is that, and, and I want to ask you a question. Well, actually, I want you to tell me, so I'm going to direct this question this is a quiz for you, Andrea. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So, you know, we often, in, in, in sociology, we use, there's a term always used called deviant. Mm -hmm. Right? A deviant, basically, from a sociological perspective, is someone who acts in a way that is unacceptable to exactly. a particular culture. Mm -hmm. Right? So, would you agree that in, in 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 its bare essence of of black culture in america 
that if you act in a in a way that is contrary to the dominant society, then that dominant society is gonna is going to consider you to be a deviant, even if that act may be acceptable in somebody else's culture, if that makes any sense. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, um, absolutely. I, I was just telling my daughter a few days ago, she, she wanted to get some braids, some colored braids. Right. And I was trying to explain to her, you know what? Hey, you know what? Do not, don't lose that thought. I want you to begin there as soon as we come back as we're getting ready to go to the break and just please okay. start where start from that. We'll see you on the other okay. side of the break. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. 
It's kind of like the system. And if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer, Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew and our discussion on am I my brother's keeper and specifically right now we're actually talking about um self-hate so before we went to the break andrea can you kind of chime in and let me let us know you know what you were talking about a situation you had with your daughter yeah and i, I was explaining to her she wanted to get some some braids um she wanted to get some braids you know bright colored braids or what have you and i was explaining to her that you know, Mary Sue can get those same braids and it's nothing, but you get those braids, you're going to be looked at as ghetto, you know, uh, um, a hood rat, you know, and you're in, but if she, you know, if, if a white girl gets it, it's going to be looked at as different. Same thing with sagging, if a, a young, which I think is ignorant in all forms, so I don't care what color you are, but young black boy, he's, he's up to something. He's a deviant. White boy does it. Oh, he's you know, he's just trying to be black. It'll, it'll it's a phase. You know, it'll it'll pass. He's just trying to be black. Little black boy does it. Look at that devious nigga. That ignorant nigga. You know. So yeah, that's just. I mean, that's just the society that we live in. We're, we're always going to be judged, and it's strictly based on our our color. Right. That's it. Yeah, and I mean, I, and I think again, going back to the whole idea that you know the the issue of of uh, of culture especially as the way that that we we've been and i always go back to the whole idea of of um of kwame Nkrumah and and what he did and and trying to understand um like for example you know we often use the word african uh-huh. right and then the reality of it is is that african basically is a european name Mm-hmm. Right, they the, the continent is named after uh, I believe his name is Africanus. Mm-hmm. It was also it was named after a European. So we're entrenched with this whole idea of even sometimes when we come with some of the most so-called conscious of us, mm-hmm. where we, we we really are lost and trying to find something, and trying to you know embrace our so-called oppressors idea of us Mm -hmm. in order to figure out and use it as a way of healing yeah right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and and there's something you know wrong with that yeah yeah you see what i mean i mean Mm -hmm. there's something truly wrong with that and and i and i always use 
this example of like domestic violence or like um you know what happens with human trafficking like yeah. prostitution mm -hmm. i mean you know the idea is is it's not new right it, mm -hmm. it it's 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 real and people have and we don't understand as black people in a society in our society that we have been have been um psychologically damaged mm -hmm. in many ways mm -hmm. right exactly and i know that that is not really a a cool way of saying it some of us are a little bit too proud to even mm -hmm. say that mm -hmm. but you know it's true Exactly. Because yeah. they're there, they have, uh, you know, remedies and classes and all kinds of stuff for people who have experienced much less. Mm -hmm. Just imagine about other or other groups who always complain that they've been discriminated against. I mean, there's all kinds of look like little groups that say, you know, they can't take anything mm -hmm. that that makes them feel different. And so what we're going through is a lot different than what other individuals are going through where they say, you know, they're so weak and we live in a society where, you know, any little thing happens and then we we get upset, you know, or get mad or feel like we, you know, we need some sort of psych psychological, you know, um, uh, you know, healing or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about what happened to us from the beginning until now, you know, had it not been for our strength, then, you know, nobody else would have been able to survive that. Mm -hmm. That's right. It, it, it's, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. That that's, I mean, you got people right here that, that are complaining about, you know, any little thing, any little bitty thing, mm -hmm. but they don't know. But when we talk about it, it's like, it's no big thing. I mean, look at this, man. I mean, you know, it's almost like when you sit sit back and you look at these police uh, these killings on television mm -hmm. of you know these primarily black young men and 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 women, and the reaction that the dominant society has, you know, when those things happen, right. it's almost like is surreal yeah and i don't think that that we fully as much as upset as we are mm -hmm. when we see it i don't really know if we truly have been able to internalize how bad it really is as much as they protested as much as people are saying you know you know this is what that is just unbelievable yeah that someone could actually watch something like that mm -hmm. and then you know people are not outraged mm -hmm. to, to an extent that they should be right yeah right and so when the dominant culture basically places almost no value on your life then you know it's almost impossible for people to at some point in time to internalize that mm -hmm. And then the way that you see some of these people in our communities acting, they're acting as if they have no value for their life. Mm -hmm. So they've internalized the dominant culture's opinion of them. Exactly. And that's the reason why they live like their life is worthless. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
And that's why you have young men that do everything they can to destroy themselves mm -hmm. from the way that they look, from the way that they, you know, tattoo up their bodies mm -hmm. to the point where they're literally killing each other over things that are worthless are killing each other over things that don't even apply to them, like killing themselves over homes and, and, and property that they don't even own. Yeah. Right. But, but I got a question. Do At what point do you ever think that it was a time where our thinking was totally different than what we have today? Could you pinpoint a time back in history where our, our thinking was totally different, where we thought about each other as individuals and the, the village raised the children, so forth and so on, as we you know, typically hear, was there a time? And if so, what changed from that time? Well, I think that when you go, I mean, uh, clearly the, uh, when you're talking about maybe the civil, uh, civil rights era before the, you know, especially like before the Civil Rights Act, when we were integrated, mm -hmm. right? I think that integration really played a, in many ways, a negative effect because it was really when you're integrating into a dominant cu culture, then there's going to be one. You can't You can't integrate into a dominant culture unless the dom dominant culture is trying is is ready to make a cultural shift. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to yes. you're trying to integrate into a dominant culture, and the only way you're going to integrate into a dominant culture was if you're changing the way that you your, your value system. Mm -hmm. So if you're integrating into a dominant culture that devalues your culture, then the only way that you're going to integrate into that culture is to still dev devalue your culture. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so during that period of time, during the the because, you know, the of course, we did integrate after the Civil Rights Act, but that movement and idea died to a certain extent with Dr. King and Malcolm. It mm. died. And so mm -hmm. when when you go, so now the Civil Rights Act is done, let them integrate. So while you're integrating, I'm going to funnel drugs into your community. Yeah, right. That's what I'm going to, you know, uh, take away your 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 businesses and your means. I'm going to take industry out of the inner cities mm -hmm. and put the industry out in the suburbs. Got you. So yeah. you can't. You know, with all the money that we made back in the 60s and even in the 70s as electricians, as plumbers, mm -hmm. as, you know, uh, welders, as construction workers. When is the last time you've seen a black plumber? When is the last time you've seen a black electrician? Mm -hmm. When is the last time you've seen a black welder? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, how, you know, there was more there was just as many black businesses in 1960, if not more than they are in 2020. Yeah. So we we were standing still because our culture didn't didn't necessarily move. It's just like I was saying last week. Just imagine if instead of us protesting and boycotting for Rosa Parks to sit on the front of the bus, what if we started our own bus company? Exactly. If right. that You're was and, right. and then, you know, you would employ your own people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Got you. So sometimes necessity can create greatness. Mm -hmm. But by by integrating into the dominant culture, then we, we there was no necessity. We felt like all we needed to do 
is dominate is, is integrated to the dominant culture and then everything was going to go away right right exactly. but but it hasn't i mean we wow. have people who you know it's just like for example um with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, when I was thinking about uh, some of these streaming services, mm-hmm. and I know Baron Allen, didn't he had go into a situation yeah, yeah. where he was having yeah. a problem with the streaming? Exactly. Because... You know, why don't we have streaming services? Why don't why is Monique mad because Netflix is giving not giving her enough money? Why don't we have a enough in the streaming service that we don't need them to give us money? Exactly. Right. You see what I'm saying? And we can we can put out the message that we want to put out yeah. in order to educate the yeah. people. We, we just want to, all we want to do is just become better at sharecropping. <laughs> but at any rate, please Ooh. do not ch- touch wow. that dial. We'll continue. With wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm mad. Hey, yeah. About to get back. I need some get back. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer, Zulu Ali. 
The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. We're continuing with our discussion, Am I My Brother's Keeper? and the idea of, of self-hatred. One of, one of the things I want to, before we, we go a little bit farther, just quickly, I want to ask you a question, uh, Paulina. Yes. Now, um, now I know that you, you grew up in Europe. Is that correct? That's correct. So my question to you is that as we're discussing our situation here in America, Right. Especially when we're talking about the both the way the dominant culture treats us as well as what we have going on in, in the subculture. Yes. Do you believe that it would be is that same theme consistent throughout the African diaspora, specifically as it relates to Africans, even in Europe? I think it does. I think the biggest difference, though, being is that since we have different European countries, each country has a different lookout and opinion towards African-Americans in these countries. So, for example, if we think England, there's a way, way, way bigger um, integration for African-Americans in the country of or in France, even they're very dominating in culture in, in France. A lot of the population is actually actually related to African American. And um, when we look at, at countries such as Austria, which is where I was raised, and Germany, even though Germany has predominantly more African Americans than Austria, there is still a huge separation in acceptance and um, integration of culture between these two. And then you always got to remember that we also have people from, if we generally look at Africa, we also have refugees come into our countries, and especially in in um, Germany and in Austria with the whole refugee crisis, there has been a huge divide in accepting these refugees in their cultures and integrating these people. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is, it, it's amazing, you know, how, um, you know, you, you hear uh, similar themes throughout the world yeah. when it comes to Africans. Uh, people of African descent, regardless of where, you know, you're, you, you're going. Yeah. But also what's interesting about, I'm always careful about trying to define, you know, us based upon the dominant society's opinion. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and the reason why I say that is that, you know, this, just think about this, imagine this. 
if you have someone who is of African descent and the other person is of European descent, then they're always going to be considered to be of African descent. They're always, no matter their shade, no matter their color, no matter what, they're mm. going to be considered black. Exactly. Yes. In fact, there is no identifying with the any other culture uh, once you're considered, once, you know, there's black, there's black. Exactly. Now, a lot of it, I think that, and so the reason why our identification is that way is goes all the way back to the fear and the game. So, I mean, so just think about this. You're forced to identify with one side and not the other mm-hmm. because the, the other dominant society in this country is not going to accept you mm-hmm. for being anything different. Exactly. And most, and it still goes back to the same thing is that that completely conflicts with their dominance. Hmm. Right? Hmm. You know, you see what I'm saying? I mean, so on one hand, the, the game is, the, I mean, it's almost like you being the most dominant athlete in the world. Mm-hmm. right <laughs> mentally and physically nobody can get you right yeah. you, you're the most dominant person so if you're the most dominant athlete in the world how do you beat the champ right mm-hmm. you understand how, where we're going with it how do you beat the so champ? what i'm saying is, is that <laughs> genetically it's all yeah. about it 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 breaks. I mean, I know that people don't like to talk about this because they think that it's like math yeah. science, but it's about <laughs> genetics. Yeah. It's about people not thinking that they're going to no longer exist. Mm-hmm. Because if you have black in your genes, the blackness will never go away. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you have, I don't care where you are, that's just. I mean, let's just be because if it isn't true, then why do you call everybody with African in their bloodstream black? Exactly. That's true. Mm-hmm. If I'm lying, tell me I'm lying. It doesn't. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. you're correct. And, and the re, I mean, it's not something I'm making up. They're making up because they recognize that. They recognize that. Exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. even matter whether you're talking black asian don't matter whether you're talking black arab don't matter whether you're talking about black european once you once there's blackness there's always blackness yeah and so it's like when you the only way that you can beat the champ is is typically to do something underhanded Mm -hmm. you can't beat the champ unless you're dominant and the only reason they're doing it is because right. they understand genetically that's the truth. Mm-hmm. There would, if you, if, 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 if African culture dominated the world, everybody would be black. Yeah. There's nobody else that can say that. What, if your, if your, if your genes are dominant, why is it that when a, when a person 
that is European is is has a child with somebody else who is black, the child is automatically, automatically black. black. Yeah. If you're the dominant gene. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. So your culture automatically is destroyed. It would never exist. Mm, got it. Wow. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't exist. I mean that that's the truth. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you. I'm not lying. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean that. You know, am I saying that white people are bad people? I'm not saying that. Yeah. Am I saying that? <laughs> No, look, Joseph, I said yes. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, it's real talk. Yeah, it is. We need to have that discussion. Yeah. Why are you so fearful of our success? Mm -hmm. You can't leave us alone. Mm -hmm. You're always messing with everything. We get something going good. You have to go out of your way to destroy it. Oh, yes. You see what I'm saying? Because you just don't want that success because my success is your failure. Mm -hmm. It has always been that way. Always. And until we, you know, I can't help you in your fear. Mm -hmm. right. You know, because that's that's really all it is. And, and it means everything that we do mm -hmm. is killing these people putting your neck on people putting your knee on people's neck yeah you know that's the whole game wow we ran out of time man this is getting good, good. wow we gotta talk about this next week but yeah <laughs> all right well thank everybody for tuning in both uh as well as our youtube and and, and facebook uh audience we'll see you next week same time same place same channel and until that's time Stay blessed. Pay back. That's it. Pay back. I'm mad. Get down with my girlfriend. That ain't right. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. NBC News Radio, I'm Jim Forbes. President Biden's recent Armageddon comments concerning Russia were not based on fresh intelligence. The president, I think, was accurately reflecting uh, the fact that the stakes are very high right now.
That's according to National Security Council coordinator John Kirby, appearing on ABC's This Week. He made it clear that U.S. intelligence wasn't seeing any indication that Russia... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.